Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, if you're just tuning in, back chat from, oh, it's like global back chat here. Dan's in Bustleton, down there by the Shelter Brewery. Scoey's in back chat studios. Charlie's at his mum's house. um, Basement, Sneaking in a couple of shelters. Yeah, correct. Don't tell his mum. And uh, we've brought it all together here, back chat, right to you on this Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you're listening, welcome. Hi, Dan. Hello. Yes, I am down in Bustleton, just doing a bit of, I guess you could say fact-finding Catching up with some of our great sponsors. I've been to two, the two that are down this way. Shelter Brewery, who just absolutely looked after me. First time I've ever been to the brewery. It's that it's that good. I couldn't believe it. I walked in and I was like, it was like I was like Google or something. Massive playground, beers, excellent. And then I also went to Margaret River Roasting and met, met up with James yes. there and some of the crew. Went to the little cafe they got set up there. I was going through like the roastery. I was almost jumped behind machine. But yeah, very good time down in Boston. A bit cold, but you know, good to get away. So just call back in through East Perth, go past Whippersnapper Distillery, right. just get yourself a couple of bottles of whiskey, and then I don't know, fly over to Bluebet. They're over east somewhere. Um, they look after us though as well. They're big supporters of this podcast, and big news in that that aspect as well. We're going to get to that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome if you are new to the podcast. We do four shows a week here at Back Chat, a review and preview on a Monday and Thursday. We do a Back Chat show. You're here, so you found it. And then we speak to a guest every week. It's great fun. Keeps us busy, you know, when we're all here and not on holidays like Dan. How has it been? You, 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 had, a, you had a good break, Dan. You're you refreshed. Yep. You're feeling lively. Yeah, raring to go back and hit the pavement, so to speak. And on my way back through East Perth, when I do visit Whippersnapper, I might just swing past Oxford Street to Leadville Cameras. And we do have all of our gear from Leadville Cameras, but I do need a pair of binoculars. And I know they have excellent binoculars there. So I'll probably swing past them as well. Oh, boy. Charlie, you there, mate? Charlie had a very good win on the weekend. I'm here. We did. Oh, huge win for the Dockers there. Yeah, very good, mate. I know there's roaming back chat coming out as well, so congratulations. Just keep just keep it all under control over there, Charlie. Flag Mantle is coming to fruition, I'm sure. 
Make sure you get your flag mantle merch. It's on the Backshot website. Uh, thank you to our Patreons, our patrons. I will never get that right ever. I will never get it right. Embrace our it. patrons. You make the pod. Yeah, you make the podcast happen for us. We love you. Hopefully, some of the discount codes from our supporters uh, come over your way, which are Shelter, Whippersnapper, Margaret River Roasting Co, Blue Bet, Leadable Cameras. It's just all happening. So we've got yep. discount codes over here for all of your needs there. Most of them uh, some sort of vice of some description, but hopefully <laughs> that is something of uh, enjoyable nature to you. Uh, and you are right here. We're just coming from all angles of the country right now. I want to get into a few things. We do mention across the podcast, if you do want to find us, backchat double underscore across all socials. If you want to send us an email, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. All of it is found at backchatpodcast.com.au. I always talk about Reddit and I don't really know what's going on. Something Mm. happening in Reddit world and it's exciting for you nerds. There is. I got an email through the week and it was like I'd been accepted into Harvard or something to that effect. Maybe I got given a walk-on scholarship to Duke to to play basketball. An email from a chap, I can't remember his name, uh, from Reddit that said, "Dear oh. Will and Dan, <laughs> I think no, I think his name was Troy. I actually think his name was Troy and Emma. Okay, they're the other, other person on there. Bit of respect, please. Bit of no, respect, no, no. It's just, I was so excited, I like couldn't even read properly. But essentially, what we're going to be doing is a, a Reddit AMA, which stands for Ask Me Anything, and these come up on Reddit from time to time. Basically, you and I are going to get on Reddit, so you're going to have to learn how to, you know." get on the internet and get, and get on Reddit. And the, the people yeah. can just oh, ask yeah. us anything. Ask me anything. That's part of the title. Oh. And that's going to happen in a few weeks. We're still confirming dates, but basically we jump on and we just we answer questions. It's all text-based, as Reddit is, um, but we'll probably get a little bit of video content and stuff like that. So we'll keep people, um, people up to date when we know what date that's going to be. And we need to flood it. We need to make them realize that like, we're you know, in business. Right. Okay. Well, make sure you all download Reddit because I know no one has it, but make sure you get there because you can ask us anything. And if you do happen to miss it, just send us an email because if you send it, we read it. We do that here already, Dan, don't you realize? No, sorry. I'm I'm under-hyping the Reddit thing. I really am. Sorry. This is building community, getting our, our fingers out to more listeners. It's very good. I'm very, very excited about it. I mean, no segue needed really here. Rory Lobb's hair. Have you seen mm. what's going? What 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 is? Look, yeah, look, we're in no position to critique here at Backchat. I certainly am not. Uh, you are. You can speak for yourself. But I mean, Rory Lobb, what what's happened? What's he done? I reckon it's like so there's a bit of speculation that he's not going to be at Fremantle next season. Um, you know what's best for him and his partner? Perhaps a move to the Eastern States. Um, I know Bulldogs are thrown around, but I think maybe he's having like a bit of a. Is there some sort of equivalent of like a midlife crisis in football? Like I think, did Shane Woden have the same sort yeah. of thing where he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a bit all over the place. I just need to do something drastic. Um, Jake Ginnivan worked for him. He sort of had the long black hair, went crazy, short peroxide, and now he's playing out of his skin. <clears throat> Maybe it's just, I mean, Rory Lobb's in good, good form. I don't know why. Oh, it'll be it'll be the equivalent be a mid career crisis. He's mm. in the form of his life though. I don't think time is now to change anything, Rory. He said that he was bored. He said that he was bored, so we just chucked a bit of dye in his hair. Mm. You ever done anything like that? When I'm bored, I usually just scroll through YouTube or Reddit or something. I don't really go buy <coughs> hair dye. That's extreme. But you know, 
he could pull it off. He's a he's a footy player. He gets yeah. You, know, you can do whatever you want when it comes to your look. What do you think, Charlie? Do you like it? It's an interesting choice. Uh, oh, I, I haven't formed my opinion yet. Yet I reckon. See how it affects his form. Yeah, <laughs> well, form there one, we mate. go. Free, Fremantle, Fremantle fan just uh, sits on the fence because he knows it's a shocking haircut. Uh, it's an absolutely terrible decision making there, Roy Lobb. Now uh, I want to get to Josh Kennedy, seven hundred goals, friend mm. of the family here. Uh, he did a lot for us this weekend. Not only this weekend, but his entire career. Uh, he kicks his 700th for the West Coast Eagles. And you heard it here first that that he was he that was what he was driving towards this year to kick his 700th for the club. He does it after an anti-climax. Yes. He's kicked his 699th pretty early, 699 early in the game. And so we're all sitting there, bait of breath. We're waiting for him to kick that magical 700th. In typical fashion, he runs around, crumbs a goal after his work rate was outstanding, gives it to the crowd. 700. I, I was down there on boundary level. I was Fox footy. I thought, here we go. Buddy, eat your heart out. The crowd is about to storm <laughs> the ground. Oh, no. They've called for the review. This is why I hate the review. I, it took away from the moment for Josh Kennedy, and it was also touched. <laughs> yeah, very much. I at first saw the replay. I was like, nah, nah, definitely not. And then you see the finger flick back, and it was one of those reviews where you know straight away it didn't last very long. And yeah, very anticlimactic. But he did get the 700th goal, you know, in in West Coast colors, in pretty you know Josh Kennedy fashion. Set shot straight down the middle. Didn't look like it was veering. And I think the um the thing with Optus Stadium, there's quite the drop from the front row. Like there's probably what two meters that you have to climb down and jump over to actually reach the ground. Not like the SCG, we can just you know climb a little fence. So you know, I think that's probably why people didn't rush the ground. I think every person in Australia was cheering for him. He's a good bloke. He's done great things for the club. Maybe the only people not cheering for him were the fellas at Bluebet. Now, we'll get to that a little bit later mm. on, but let's just say Joshy Kennedy just he's just played a little part in taking down Bluebet. Been searching for that for a little while, and we do it. Now, I want you to – are you looking at the run sheet right now, Dan? I am, yeah, yeah. All right, Hearing I need down. you. I need you. Yep, okay. Uh, you tell me. The, the young fella from Gold Coast. Can you tell me his name, please? Uh, Huego Polueo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've... Huego Polueo? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah what, what, I think how it's do you, pretty good, how do you Charlie. You happy with that? Pretty pretty happy. I don't. Uh, no gripes with that. I pronounce it as the young fella from Gold Coast who debuted <laughs> last week from Papua New Guinea. That's how I pronounce it. Uh, he's um, had another good game in his second game. So you remember him from last week. He kicks a goal, first kick, first goal sort of areas. A whole um, club gets around him. It was a great story. His family was in the crowd watching. His family's back home watching. Well, the second game, they win the game after the siren. So Anderson Amazing. kicks a goal. Noah Anderson kicks a goal to win the game after the siren, which was one of the great games you'll ever see. Uh, I don't know how Gold Coast gets up and wins that. Uh, it was after a smother down the other end. Uh, Amazing. I love that hustle. Glasses. It was terrific to watch. Yeah, and Noah Anderson goes back, slots it, a Richmond fan growing up. That'd be like Charlie lining up for goals against his side, Fremantle, to drill them, to pull them closer in the uh, in the final. But anyway, they kick the goal, celebration, stacks on, everyone in. The young fella from Papua New Guinea's jumped on the back of the pack, broken his finger. He's snapped his finger at Quinton Lynch right angles. It is hanging, <laughs> hanging off at right angles, exactly like Lynch's finger. 
Oh, that's horrible. I didn't see that. So he's going to need a, the glove. Maybe he could go get some box handles. Oh, well, if anyone from, uh, well, not Bunnings, but from uh, what company was it that did the box handlers? I can't think now. If anyone is listening that get can get a hand on those box handlers, we need to get some up to the young lad at Gold Coast. Disappointing for him. Now, um, a couple of uh, another little bits and pieces rolling around. Brody Grundy apparently wants to get traded, which makes no sense to me. He wants to get traded away from the biggest club in the land where he's getting paid a shitload of money to be the Ruckman. He's seen what Darcy Cameron, the WA boy, has done over there. And I think he's a bit disappointed. But I think rumblings, sometimes with these where there's smoke, there's fire. But I'd... I'm not sold on this one. Tom Rockcliffe may be a person that knows about it, though. So he's been the one who's floating it in the media. He's a South Australian boy, and that's where Brody Grundy's from. So maybe mm. he has a finger on some pulse over there. I don't know. What do you think? Like, I just don't know why you would leave Collingwood. Like, they are, they were meant to be a horrible team this season, and they were if they didn't lose to West Coast, they would be um, equal on... Uh, points at the top so they've they have somehow pulled something out of their ass to have a very good season and their future's bright they're good young players I, I don't i don't get the move maybe he's just had enough uh, i don't know I, I just it's it's a strange decision and he's loved like the he's not like a he's on the outs with fans like he is one of the most loved players probably in the afl like everyone loves him this is in the same ilk of Dustin Martin, though, because, I mean, you could say, why would you leave Richmond if you're Dustin Martin? Dustin Martin has achieved a little bit more than Brody Grundy. He's won three grand finals, Brownlow medal, pretty much ticked it all. He's won Norm Smith medals as well. Like, I don't know what else he has to achieve there, and supposedly he likes the lifestyle up in Sydney, and he's one of the best players in the game still. So that would be why he's been muted as walking away from Richmond. Do you reckon it's the same, though? No, like you said, he hasn't done he hasn't done anything yet to I mean they made the grand final obviously. They they lost that um 2018. But that's where you know it's not like the Gary Ablett situation where he'd basically done everything he wanted to at Geelong, he wanted a new challenge. If you're Brody Grundy, you you you'd still a chance at doing something good in the next few years. I I look I don't get it, but it's not my it's not my job to play over there and maybe he's had enough. I can't I can't yeah. can't fault him. Oh. I wonder if anyone was watching Fox footy. West Coast v Carlton. Big win for Carlton. West Coast hung in there nicely, but uh, absolutely fell to pieces in the last quarter. Mm. Were dreadful in the first and last quarters, basically. Anyway, a young man uh, by the name of Will Schofield was out in the middle of the ground uh, working a bit of sideline action for Fox footy. So thanks for having us, Fox footy. Put me out there. I will say a couple of little insights. Mm -hmm. Pissing down rain right before the end of the game. And someone handed me an umbrella and I asked the producers back in the booth. I asked um, the guys down there, you got an audio team with you down there. Is it kosher to have an um, like an umbrella out if you're interviewing players that are like soaking wet out on the field? And, and yep. no one could give me a straight answer. And I, I just started having horror flashbacks to like Dipper and Matty Richardson and all that have come before me as boundary riders. You know, what would they do? I, I put the umbrella away. I, I couldn't put it over my head. Is that a reasonable decision or is that nonsensical? No, no, I agree. I wouldn't know, like, are you meant to share the umbrella? Do you get close enough that he gets under it too? Because that's just inconsiderate if you're just standing there with an umbrella and he's not. I think you made the right call. The thing that stood out to me was that you embraced the uh, ex-footy player Victorian waste uh, 
coat thing that every ex-footballer wears because at the start of the game you just had a nice jacket when you were doing the halftime interview i think you had the nice jacket shirt slacks as skate likes to refer to them as and then you went full melbourne and you wore the the trench coat looking thing sorry um i don't know if you've got a couple of open fireplaces down there in bustleton you've been you know <laughs> your feet up and being up too long charlie you were at this game Cut, Charlie. It was fucking freezing, was it not? Oh, it was. It was very cold. I could not stand it. It was. I didn't didn't know how you did it, mate. Yeah. Well. Oh, well so then again, right? You you actually are spot on, Dan. I sat in my suit, right, and I had my jacket over me, and I kept taking it off for all the crosses because I again yep. I was like, I can't be, I can't be wearing a big jacket doing that. But it got that cold that I had the umbrella up, I had the jacket on. I was like, stuff this, I'm pulling it out. Anyway, so I think that maybe led me to where I got to in the end, which was in the middle, interviewing you know, um, someone who has got a past connection with, Charlie Kernow. He's a Geelong boy, went to school with his brother, Ed, uh, won a premiership together with him in 2006 for the Geelong College. His dad coached me in footy. I've got a good connection to the Kernow family. So I gave him a bit of, you know, a, bit of a dap up. You know, here's the boy, he's reunited again, threw yeah. it out. Came back to me in the ear. All right, let's go. Down you go. I say, G'day, Charlie Kerno, good Geelong College boy, and we give a bit of love on air. And then I ask him a question, you know, great game, five goals, big win for Carlton. And he starts giving the normal stuff. And then he starts giving the – didn't have great uh, camera presence. Started spinning mm. a bit, looking back at the boys. And I was trying to f- chase him around with the microphone. Had a few microphone issues at the start of the game, Schofield did, but we, you know, continue on. Uh Anyway, midway through his answer, he's dropped a big F-bomb. He's yeah. dropped the F-bomb. Did clear you see it? Day. Clear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear as day. It, was, it wasn't It was a – what did he just say? It was a like cover your ears, children. It was that. It was a fucking good win. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking, fucking good win. So it was a fucking good win by the boys. Yeah, his face. He was terrified. There's a great screenshot. I think we put it up on our Instagram, and he looks like he's just – like he's literally just seen a ghost. It was it – was, um, yeah, it was very unfortunate for him that he that he had to go through that. But look, you you played it off pretty well, and you you sort of went straight onto the next question. Very professional, I thought. So props to you for that. Back chat held me in good sense in that scenario because I'm that used to hearing a few f bombs here and there. I don't really care. I use it all the time. And if I think if it had been someone a bit more stiffer, it would have been a big issue. But I I laughed like that. Oh, there we go. How yeah. yeah. we going, Charlie? Anyway, tell, tell us yeah. about big Harry Mackay. How did he play? It was a highlight of my weekend. Hopefully everyone else enjoyed it too. Last yeah. one for this one. We're heading to Melbourne next week. Dan's all nice and refreshed. He's been away. It's been like a preseason camp for Dan. He's been in Bustle and he's been having a few beers. He's been relaxing, a few massages, a few open fires. <laughs> We're coming to Melbourne. But, <laughs> <laughs> I said open fires. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're coming to Melbourne next we week. We'll be in Melbourne doing interviews, uh, catching up with people. We might even slip in a bit of a travelling Roman Charlie. Hmm. Um, I'm excited, Dan. I'm, I, I hope you are too. I was thinking we could do a bit of an impromptu beers with back chat at several locations. We'll just 100%. put it where we are. And if anyone's listened to us in Melbourne, come down and have a beer. I think we'll, I mean, look, we're going to be working hard. There's going to be a lot of interviews to do. We're, we're going to get a lot done. But then we we might have a go, we might go have a beer somewhere. Like, you know, it would be a miss for us to travel all that way and not just have a you know a couple of quiet ones somewhere. So we will put it up. Let's just, we'll just put it up on Instagram. If no one rocks up, 
great if we, I don't know, <laughs> find a stalker. Who, who knows? We'll just put it up on Instagram where we are. And, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have, a, have a, a soda water or something. I reckon we'll take some shelters because I don't know how many shelters are stocked over in uh, Victoria. We might just have to smuggle a couple into a few venues. And- <laughs> yeah. So when the venues pull us up, what's that? Oh, oh, sorry, have you not seen this marvellous yep. beer or whiskey that I have in my other pocket? Or yeah. maybe this uh, marvellous coffee that I bought in as well. Maybe this, we're like the super <laughs> All traders. All these binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> or this betting application? Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, we'll be in Melbourne next week. Uh, Back chat will be coming with, uh, to you from uh, over there. Uh, it'll be a nice little setup though, because we'll have all our stuff. So we'll be out of Fitzroy. That's where we'll be recording. So I'm, ex- I'm excited, looking forward to it. Now let's get into this one newly sponsored segment from our brand new sponsors, Leaderville Cameras. You send it, we read it. Brought to you by Leaderville Cameras. How bloody exciting! Very good. Can I just pause? Can we both just pause for a moment? Because in post, I'm going to put the sting in. So we just pause for a sec. You send it, we read it. All right, that's enough time. There's the sting, thanks to Troy, who does play a guitar at the top of Optus Stadium at Fremantle Games. So let's look. There's there's a fair bit to get through here. Maybe we should just get straight into it. If you do need any of your equipment, you know where to go. Leadable cameras. You want cameras. You want microphones. You want lighting. You want tripods. You want displays. I don't, you want to make a podcast, get down to Leadable Cameras. You want to print stuff. Also very good printing there. Oh, very good. Okay. <laughs> Give us uh, Thomas M, please, Daniel. Okay. Is West Coast midfield better suited with Yo playing in backline, giving Kelly a better look at the ball from centre? I always felt that when Tim Kelly was thrown in amongst an already functioning West Coast midfield, it just added another cog to the works, putting other Eagles slightly out of their normal game style. Um, sorry, that's what Tim Kelly would, would allegedly do, putting people out of their normal game style. Now TK has a bit more room to shine. No hate against Yoey, he is still a mother flipping weapon. Now, yeah, very, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you did call this before it even happened on the Shelter Footy Cast, which you can listen to on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, yeah. The preview and your review, just look up. It's, it comes through on the same feed. Anyway, so you don't even need to look it up, it will come up. You did say Elliot Yo would move to the back line. Yeah, I did. And, and it's because, I don't know if people forget, but Elliot Yo was a backman before he became a superstar midfielder uh, through the premiership years. He was a backman. He was a backman in 2015, 2016. I think he didn't move full-time to the um, back line until uh, the midfield until he was 2017, 2018. So um, you don't forget how to be a backman. I will say that. Once a back, always a back. I ran into Elliot Yo in the bowels of Optus Stadium yesterday. I said, how are you going? And he's got his hamstring. He's a bit sore and sorry for himself. I said, mate, you've been playing well. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what it is though, really. I said, mate, you've real, you've 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 welcomed yourself. You've realization that you're a backman. You forgot, mate. You are a backman. And so, how that affects the rest of the team, I think it is a positive thing. I think Elliot Yo back in in uh, in the mix in the back line does free up a go to in the midfield. Now, uh, that being said, we haven't seen Elliot Yo in the midfield of West Coast for a decently long time due to injury. So. There has been opportunities for you know Tim Kelly, but others as well. But I think it's a bit of a coupling effect. Tim Kelly's taking his game to a new level. Elliot Yo stepping out of there. Uh, Tim Kelly is the man at West Coast now. It's it's clear to see Luke Shuey has accepted his role as a as a role playing midfielder now. You know, not that he's past his prime, but he's certainly you know more experienced than he was a couple of years ago. Let's put it nicely. Um, Tim Kelly's the man in there, and he's playing bloody good footy. I've loved watching it. Yeah, he's been very good. I will say about Elliot Yo, you, you said he sort of moved out of the back line in 2017, 2018. There is that photo at the end of 2018 that he does rush over to the backs. And I, and 
um, he was, I guess there's a bit of history there with you because you guys were all celebrating together. Was he, was he a part of that? No, he was playing loose behind the ball because uh, it was a play that we went to late in games to get a bigger-bodied midfielder behind the ball as a seventh defender. Um, that's what Yoey was doing down there. But again, maybe it was just flashes and light bulb moments for him that, oh, yeah, I am a backman. I'm not a <laughs> my Hollywood midfielder. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> it was good seeing him down there, though. Okay, we've got some big ones to get through, Dan. Not as big, I might add, as Ben and Ben. Just trust me when I say, mate, we will yeah. get to you. I yeah, promise. Yeah, you sent it. We will read it. At our own time. Let's give the big fella a shout out here. I don't know if he wants his name mentioned, so let's just get no. into this story. Okay. It's another snip story brought to you by Backchat. No one's sponsoring snip stories by Backchat, by the way. Um, oh. Unless we could find a doctor that's keen and, you know. Anyways, uh, boys, I have a vasectomy story for you. Um, I will try to keep it brief. Prefer you don't share my email address. Of course, we're not going to share your email address, but uh, glad that you mentioned it. 2016, already lucky enough to have three awesome kids, referred to Dr. Snip um, in Geelong to get the tubes tied. Two That's actual- fact. Just so you know, that is fact. There is a Dr. Snip, and that is his name, Dr. Snip. He is a vasectomy expert, and he is in <laughs> Geelong. So this is a legitimate story. Okay, so he was born with the last name Snip, and he uh- fell into vasectomies. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't spoke to old Snippy, but you oh, assume. Oh, Dr. Snip. I've heard of Dr. Snip. Doesn't yeah, I'm doc- pretty sure. Not, someone's going to correct me on this. I'm pretty sure he does like 18% of Australia's vasectomies. There's some crazy stat like that with Dr. Snip. Charlie, yeah, I mean, yeah. Charlie, seriously, look up Dr. Snip. There is some crazy percentage that he does. Anyways, um, two excellent parts of the story. Night before the op which, uh, by the way, felt like getting your nether regions flossed by, <laughs> by a violin string <laughs> and talking to the doctor about Josh Kennedy, he was a massive footy lover, um, convinced my wife to let me have some love and just in case things went south during the operation. Um, park fun. that there for a moment. I live 25 minutes from a uh, collection point for the swimmer's test. I uh, lives on the surf coast, collection in town, and hidden in an underground car park with a blanket over my laptop to get the collection. <laughs> no, no. a blanket over my lap. A blanket over my lap. He had the blanket over his lap while he had a wank, Dan. <laughs> blanket over my lap to get the collection. Very challenging wank. Uh, dropped, <laughs> dropped it off to be told that no collections were possible that day due to some stupid reason. Um, was handed another paint pot, which I chucked in the bin on the way back to the car in embarrassment. I have to have to keep reading these. Um, never checked to see if the procedure was successful, and miraculously, my wife fell pregnant from the loving we had the night before. My pot. Now we have four kids, and my youngest turned five this week. Wow. Ten out of ten would recommend Doctor Snip, if at least for this great story, which I proudly speak on, uh, speak to you on my youngest twenty-first birthday. Uh, keep up the good work, boys. Doctor, there we go. So That's I had great. a look. At mm. Dr. Snip. I couldn't quite find the percentage, but I just read out this sentence from the website. <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the father-daughter Dr. Snip team have a combined 50 years of vasectomy experience and have completed over 40,000 vasectomies. That's Father- insane. Father-daughter? That, that's a family business. Mate, that'd be good money in it, I reckon. 40,000 in 30 years. Yeah. So he's doing he's doing a th- like 1,100 <laughs> or something a year. <laughs> That's more than one a day. That's three a day on average. Look, if you want to, if you want to sponsor for this segment, uh, Snip Stories, <laughs> Doctor Snip Dr. could Snip. be the man. We got okay. the Geelong connection. Okay, all right, let's hit um, it. Up. 
Dan doesn't want any more uh, vasectomy stories, anybody. So anyone listening, please don't send any more, any more because we have to read them out. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Dan hates reading them. Don't send them in. Okay, we'll thank do. you for that. We'll do. All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Rosemary Humberstone, who is a very real person. Yeah, subject, disgusted. Okay, here's, it's a big one. Dear Backchat Podcast, I was simply trying to run my business, a small restaurant in Mount Lawley, where a man stormed into my establishment, cut the line, and demanded to be seated before other patient customers. Mm. In an attempt to be uh, conflict adverse and sensing an argument, an argumentative aura from the man, we seated him and I left to serve the other patient customers, some of whom had been waiting for five plus minutes now. However, this loud, impatient man kept on snapping his fingers loudly and obnoxiously uh, uh, signing uh, signing and yelling oi towards my poor waitstaff. (laughs) We tried explaining to the man that we, we have other tables to serve, but he started barking back saying, don't you know who I am? I am verified on Twitter. I'm more important than this scum. At this point, which in this very believable story, at this point, I simply wanted this man to leave uh, my establishment as swiftly as possible. So I took over waiting on his table and told the kitchen to rush his order through. (laughs) However, after being made to wait barely two minutes after taking his order, he started acting up again. I received complaints from customers that he was menacingly staring at customers and throwing salt at other patrons. (laughs) This led to a seven-year-old child crying when this man threw salt into her eyes. The man did not apologize and started making her cry even further with continued jibes along the lines of, cry some more, baby. And life hurts more than a bit of salt. Grow up. Life hurts more than a bit of salt. <laughs> oh, boy. I had no this choice but to ask this man to leave. When asked discreetly and quietly to do so in an attempt to reduce embarrassment for the customer and get his ordeal, uh, get this ordeal over with, he returned with, I am Daniel Const. You will not <laughs> ask me to leave. And started, started saying, I am best mates with Daniel Ricardo. He will get this shithole shut down. When I threatened to call the police, he sprinted away, taking a pepper grinder and an entire tub of sugar sachets with him. <laughs> when the trauma of this encounter subs- uh, subsided a few hours later, I recounted this story to my sons. When I brought up the name Dan Const, he gave me a strange look and eventually asked me if I was talking about the same Dan Const from one of the podcasts he listened to, the one I'm writing into today, and uh, it was v- the very same. I asked, what sort of man does this? How painfully immature and horrific. The behavior I encountered was insolent and childish, but moreover, a danger to my patrons. Above all, I request that Daniel return my pepper grinder and apologize to my staff. Otherwise, I may have to press charges. Firm regards. <laughs> Ro- Rosemary Humberstone. Firm regards. Firm. I, a rod of reply there, Dan? It was taking way too long to get my food. I was <laughs> no, that, I mean, whoever came up with that, very good. Um, I don't want this to become a thing where people make up stories about me being a horrible patron in people's restaurants because that's two now, both lies, both fake news. I've never done that. Especially, oh, no, the first one was true, but that one's definitely a lie. <laughs> the, 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 the first, first one was not true. 
Oh, oh but, uh, yeah, well, I, and also patrons. Uh, only one place around here has patrons, and we have the best in the business right <laughs> here do. at Back Chat. So that's <laughs> where I that's where I pulled that one up. Okay, yeah. don't be talking about our patrons like that. Yeah. We're the only ones with patrons. Okay, you send it. We read it from Stephen. Yeah. Hey, fellas, only been listening to the podcast for a week while driving and currently halfway through episode 20. Mate, oh. I, I very much appreciate that you've gone right back to the beginning and you're not just jumping in. So, bravo. Yeah, love that. Love that. So, so far, so good. In this uh, in this episode, you were talking about NRL players being fined for bringing the game into disrepute, which made me think of my AFL team, Essendon. Well, from a player's perspective, did you feel the playing group should be labelled drug cheats for believing in the club and deserve the ban? Or should it have been fall, uh, should have completely fallen on the club for letting down the players. So if this has been answered in the old podcast or in the thirty nine other episodes, I have not yet listened to. Uh, just to keep everyone happy, here are a few underscores, underscore, 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 underscore. Kind regards, Stephen. That's got to be one of uh, my favourite emails that we've received. Someone who's gone back, had a listen, chucked his underscores in, uh, knows how much is going on with the podcast. I will say, Stephen. Luckily for you, we chat to a man that would know. In about, I don't know, 30 episodes time, you can listen yeah. to Dustin <laughs> Dustin Fletcher from the Essendon Football Club, who was, in fact, uh, a part of that drug scandal. But the question is to me, do I think they should have been labelled drug cheats? I can only say that if I was put in the same position, it sounds like after we spoke to Dustin Fletcher, they they – did what I would have done. Like I was an AFL, AFLPA delegate, um, not that I was a leadership group member, but I was a leader within the football club at the time. If the club came to us and said something like that, this is the program we want to do, there would have been questions asked and we would have done what it sounds like the Essendon playing group did, go to the AFLPA, go to Asada if we needed to, get it ticked off. And it sounds like they got it ticked off from the AFL as well. And then what it, it turned into something it wasn't perhaps or maybe yeah. people changed their minds. So given all of that, I I didn't want them to be labelled drug cheats. Um, the hard one comes up when you talk about Joe Watson having his Brownlow stripped off him mm-hmm. and Sam Mitchell uh, receiving it. That one's a really difficult one because even though Dustin Fletcher said that they he didn't feel like he was benefited by – uh, the supplement program, that they would have. Uh, there's no way to tell if you weren't either. There's, after right. you've taken them, you don't know what you would have been like if you weren't taking them. So, right. yep. so I, I would say there's more chances of not than they benefited off something that I guess turned out to be proven illegal. Now, that doesn't mean they're drug cheats. It doesn't mean that Joe Watson should have his brownlow stripped of him. It's a bloody hard one. If you force me to say yes or no, I'd probably say yes. Um, An award like that, even though they did everything right, even though they felt like they were doing the right thing, I don't think they were. Like I've certainly never been injected with anything other than local anaesthetic um, on game day or during the week, and that's a pain-killing thing that's pretty commonly used throughout the AFL. Uh, You know, to hear sort of players were getting injected weekly, you know, couple, three times a week, weekly, you would have known that you were pressing the boundaries. And mm-hmm. um, and I think in the end, Job's had to pay a strong price, clearly. But I think it's probably one that had to be paid. The thing with Job as well is like, um, it's like the premiership from 2021 uh, or, or 2020, the first, the first um, bubble premiership. There's always going to be... 2020. 
2020, there's always going to be a bit of a, not an asterisk, like the, the best team won. Like you can't, you can't take that away from them. But people always say, oh, that was the premiership one in the hub. Um, same things in the NBA when they had a bubble, like the Lakers won, but people were like, oh, it doesn't really count. So it, for Joe, I don't know, it'd be interesting if he'd be willing to, and he'd want to have a Brownlow medal where everyone knows, well, that is, you did win, but that is the, the year that you did that all of that came yeah. out. Like, I wonder if from his perspective, if he would be like, I'm glad I just don't have it so that I don't have to always carry that. Might have to get him on back chat. That's what that sounds mm. like to me. All right, there you go. That is You Send It, We Read It, brought to you by Leadable Cameras. Get down there, get your gear. Um, they'll sort you Lydia. out. Yeah, we'll sort you. big Lydia. He's all over the building. they got big ball pictures of him <laughs> everywhere. Is, yeah. Beautiful stuff. Can't you won't miss him. him. Um, right, let's get into this one. Back chat bets powered by Blue Bet. Been going on about this for a little while now. Um, we got a win early, big win early. A $10, $12 multi. Uh, not yep. many people on it, to be honest, because no one knew what was going on. And then yep. we went through a bit of a struggling stage and we thought, let's win one. $2 multi. Get it up. Get Not it done. Given. Charlie, $2 doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen. Charlie puts a dollar on it. He wins another <laughs> dollar back. Congratulations, Charlie. Well, we went through a little bit more of a rough patch, but we thought, time to give back. We put it to the people. We said... We can't figure this out. We need to bring down Blue Bet. We want the bet brought in. So we had some fellas on Twitter shout out to us. You know who you are, boys. They put a bet together for us. They suggested, why don't you use the players that have been on the podcast that are playing this weekend to get you over the line? And we thought, what a bloody great idea. Great. Love it. So we built a we built a multi. Four previous guests. Uh, Josh Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Luke Shuey. Tom Barras, Andy Brayshaw, a.k.a. Hamish Brayshaw. <laughs> Technicality. A Brayshaw. It's sort of, you know, a Brayshaw. A Brayshaw. A Brayshaw, yes, right? We went right. with a Brayshaw. Yeah, well done. Um, it just happened to be Andy. But anyway, we wanted 70 disposals and three goals between those three players. Andy, or oh, sorry, a Brayshaw started the weekend well for us. He kicked a goal and had, I don't know, how many have? 30, 36, Charlie? 36 touches 36, and the goal, yeah. which is which is saying what basically what happened is on the Saturday after the game, I reckon he looked down the barrel of the camera, winked and goes, back chat, I've just basically delivered this on a platter for you. Now just the other three boys need to just a little bit, just a sprinkling to get us over the line. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't do Charlie, that. He's not involved in the bet. And then Charlie Kerno just looked in the camera and said, what a fucking great win, fellas, because we <laughs> get up. Blue bet gets taken down. Uh, Kennedy, Shuey, and Barras, they have about 45 touches between them. JK kicks his second goal to take us to three goals, and we yes. bloody win. It pays $2.50. It's more than $2. Charlie, how much money did you win, mate? I've gone big. $2 steak. $2 Come on, Charlie. $5. This is what it's about, Dan. No, this is what it's about. Yeah, we yeah, bagged yeah, yeah. him out last time. He's doubled his he doubled. money last time. Yeah. Now he's now he's done even more than that, mate. He's put two dollars and turned it into four dollars fifty. We're you going up, like it. mate. You oh, could I really like it, Charlie. Congratulations! Ice cream or something when the ice cream truck comes around. I'm just excited we got up and did it. So now we just start incrementally knocking Blue Bed off a little bit more. You know we know what we're doing now. Next week, follow along on Instagram. We'll take down Blue Bed a little bit more. We'll get them a bit more antsy. We'll just we'll just take the odds up a little bit. If you want to help us out, you got a multi you think will win, contact us, all our socials, backchat double underscore. You can find a link tree and buy. You can put it in there or you can send us an email. Hello at backchatpodcast.com. Yeah. Make it fun. Make it fun. Make it something that we can all get around. We're going to be in Melbourne, so maybe make it Melbourne themed. Who knows? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, something in Melbourne would be good. Yeah, I like that a lot, Dan. Okay, let's keep moving. Fantasy, two grand final tickets on the line. Now, there's not that long left in the season. We've just gone through round 17, so there's five rounds left. I don't know how long this league actually goes for. We've got four or five weeks left, guys. Two grand final tickets on the line, and Andrew C., Hasn't been on top at all in the league. Has just jumped on top. Common men, top position, 27th in the country. 27. So impressive. Yeah, well, yeah, but like I said, we had some leaders throughout. It was never going to be the people that led throughout. So Andrew C's on top. He's got the two grand final tickets in his back pocket. My wife, Alex, the hot guys team, stepping back up in the world. Okay. Back up to 22nd. Okay. Bailey Smith not far away from coming back either. Right, maybe a storm home. Maybe you'll be at the grand final. No, you have you? Um, have you? How's your dream team going? Do they okay? Um, yeah, no, no. Max Gorn's back in now, so it's all sort of evened out because I've um left him left him as um as as captain. Oh. Uh, no, oh, no. My, my my um look, it's it's you get real down in the dumps when your team's this bad, and it's hard to to pull yourself out of that. And I'm in that stage right now, if I'm being completely honest. You talking about West Coast or your dream team? Porque no los dos, both. What is Porque no los los? It's that it's from that um, that commercial when she's like, "Can we have soft tacos or hard tacos or like whatever?" And then she's like, "Porque no los dos," and it means why not both or something. Okay, very good. Uh, I like that little bit of Spanish in there at the end. Uh, Alex is, by the way, just outside the top 2,000th in the country. I've never finished inside the top 1,000 in my 15-year fantasy career. So if she does yeah. that, I'll hang the boots up forever. Yeah, How about retire. that sound? Retire. <sighs> Danny Ricardo, by the way, I, I just mentioned, we didn't really talk about Kyrgios or Ricardo. A couple of big things over the weekend. Um, Kyrgios... I turned it pretty much close to off halfway through the third set. I got sick of it. He was abusing his family. He was abusing the crowd. I usually love it. I've been I've been cheering him on, been getting around him on the podcast on multiple avenues. Had enough. Uh, I I I've I've done enough talking about him. Um, I thought he was disappointing. He was in the Wimbledon final. Have a look around. Just just accept the fact you're in the women and final and just enjoy yourself a little bit. He looked like he hated being out there, which is ridiculous, right? Uh, yeah, I, I watched the whole thing, but I was I was um also watching the Formula One at the same time. Um and in that final I watched the whole yeah, till the final set, and it just looked like after he started to lose some points, it just looked like he was like, Nah, I don't want to like I'm done. Like it just it, it made it un- uncomfortable to watch. And like you said, he was yelling at his family, he was calling out some girl for having multiple drinks in the stands. Um, so I'm going to say, you keep talking. Okay, bless you. Uh, now, uh, I want to get straight out of that, though. Dan Ricardo needs a better car. Uh, Dan Ricardo has been dr- driving a piece of junk around, a go-kart. I'm sick of it. I need him to get a better car. Uh, I want to go and see him race this year as well. So, okay. um, yeah, maybe we can do a back chat from... I don't know, Amsterdam. That'd be fun. Somewhere because, and look, they are just rumours and speculation, and I really, really hope that this isn't the case. But the other Australian driver waiting in the wings, there is that rumour Oscar Piastri could replace Daniel Ricciardo um, at the back end of this season for McLaren. Just a rumour that was that was going around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I would oh, hate just that. Go, Piastri can go and race for Williams. Daniel Ricciardo is a national treasure. We'll just leave him right where he is. McLaren yes, has their shit to sort out. Don't yeah. delist no, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, let's get into these because we've got quite a few of them. Um, we're going a little bit over time, but that's okay because we don't have a time that we can store everyone. Come yet. on holidays, man. 
fine. I know you are. Fines. Now, where is it? Got my gavel. If you are watching this on YouTube, uh, right about there. How's that sound? Mate, I could hear that from Bustleton. This is that loud. Okay. <laughs> Okay, very good. Fines in session. Uh, this go. is a gavel brought to us by By Smith Designs out of Use Skateboards. Bloody beautiful. Love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, if you can find their details on our website, backchatpodcast.com.au, our charities that we're supporting this year, Men's Talk, Sabre, Socket to Sarcoma. We've raised already uh, almost $550 for charity through these fines. That hasn't been running that long. I mean, this fines... Right. The, the idea is it's like a footy fine session. I was fines master uh, at West Coast. I thought, why don't we bring the fines to the people? And why don't we give back to the people with raising money for charity? I couldn't love this more and people are getting right. well around it and I bloody love it. So we've got a few to get through, Dan. Are and, you happy if and, we get into it, mate? Yeah, yeah. And quick shouts to um, the chap who sort of, you know, gave us the inspiration f- for that as well. That wasn't all off our own bat. That was one of our great listeners that said, why don't you think about giving some of that? Some of that sweet dough to charity. And we thought, brilliant idea. We love it. Have we ever thought of anything ourselves on this show? Like, I, I Dan's mean, Dan's challenge, which, which has know. failed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, social media, that's yeah. by the people. That's by yes. the people. Right. You yeah. send it, we read it. I reckon that's driven by, by, by the, people. the people. Yeah. Fines, that's by the people. The snip. Um, the snip. <laughs> that's come you from snip. the people. You send it, we snip it. Maybe we can start doing vasectomy sessions. All right, we're going to get into it. Let's go. Brad Miles sends in $5 fine, Charlie, $5. Um, this is for himself. Okay. He's, he's put his hand up. Very good. Finally meeting Cat doing roaming back chat after the Bombers game and not knowing really what to say. Starstruck. What uh, a nuffy. Love that. What do you what yes. what would you say? I wouldn't I you know what? If someone random came up to me with a microphone and goes, "What do you think of the game?" I'd go Although the boys played well, like I don't know, I would be that guy. <laughs> the props uh, to the people that make it fun. Yes, uh, sorry, Charlie, didn't get a mention there. You okay with that, Charlie? He saw Cat and no Charlie. Was that the week you were away, Charlie? No, that was my my health and safety week. Yeah, so uh, he was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh no, Cat okay. did a very good job that week. I, I love yeah, that she, episode, and of yeah, course, bro. the week I'm not there, the Eagles win. Yes, yeah, well, great. Charlie, stop being so aggressive. It's fine. Okay. Relax, man. <laughs> I want to go to a winning. Oh, mate. Oh, I do. Well, if anyone if anyone wants to see Charlie do roaming Charlie in Melbourne, let us know. He'll be in Melbourne with us as well. It's going to be a big trip yeah, over Marvel, there. Marvel Stadium, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I think uh, his flight actually gets in after that. Anyway, Bryce, uh, Bryce finds. Dan, the man, $2. Okay. $2 fine for Dan for always being so, in such a rush. <laughs> it's probably true, actually. Yeah, just just cool. Just just a bit of time to okay. smell the roses down in Bustle, mate. I'm going to sit back. I'm chill. All right, very good. Dale sends one in. He's fined himself $2 as well. Watching AFL tonight, and I take back my previous fine to Scoey for not displaying his back chat shirt properly. Tonight, I noticed it a very well set up backdrop with numerous sponsors. Thank you very much, Dale. Now, Thanks for opening your eyes. Look, as Fines Master, I try not to rebut anyone. If you want to send them in, you send them in, and I'll read them out and I'll cop them in the, on the chin. But you've correctly identified that <laughs> right behind me right now, I look after all the sponsors on national television. Don't worry about that. I would have liked to have been wearing some of it when Charlie Kerno dropped the F-bomb as well. That would have been good. Brendan Decker, $5 fine. Everyone, who set during, um, everyone on set during Quinton Lynch's interview. So that is... Dan, Charlie, 
No. Uh, nah, it's just Dan and Will, actually. Uh, that okay. was a skeleton crew, that one. $5 each for not organizing Lynchy a glove to wear to the interview and take it off at the start of the episode. You are entertainment media. Use your entertainment brain to create an iconic moment for the people for shit's sake. Great work on the interview, though. Good to see the great man again. That is very good. That is the fine. That's how you find people. That's correct, Dan, yep. isn't it? Uh, mate, if, if you've got more ideas like that, send them to us before we do it. <laughs> yeah, but in fairness, the Quinn Lynch came out of the blue a little bit and yep. uh, we wanted to get that one to the people. So if you do have ideas, send them through. You can email them, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au or just hit, it on, hit us on socials. We'll get it there too, backchat double underscore. This is from Anonymous. Now, before I read this, I don't read any of these, by the way. If you're going to be throwing out fines, I'd like to you put a name to it. If you need to make one up, make one up, but don't be writing Anonymous. No, nah, for this, this is- I've read ahead. I'll, I'll give him this, and I respect the tenacity. Okay. The hierarchy of the WA police force. <laughs> Just the $2, though, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, I've been a po- – okay. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. News breaking. Can we have some sort of news breaking alert? Uh, so anyway, I've been a police officer for over a decade and have never seen morale so low. Hierarchy say morale is high and people are happy, but they refuse to listen to those on the front line. They are delusional and out of touch. You know what? Because we're putting the money uh, behind this, let's double that $4. And I bloody yeah. love that fine. That yeah. is unreal. That's good. You know what? Because I, I did used to work at the ABC, a lot of talkback radio. That feels like a talkback radio text. Very just passionate. They're upset mm. about something. Yeah, love it. Send more of those. Uh, I thought you were going to find the ABC there, Dan. I was getting a bit excited. Uh, Jackie boy, he finds Ben, my older brother. Okay, like this in the family. $5. Hey, Scoey and Dan, find towards my older brother, Ben, about eight years ago. <laughs> this is a long one. <laughs> While we were playing backyard cricket, Ben clearly edged the ball to auto wicket keeper and did <laughs> yeah. not walk and gave me did not give me a turn to bat. He then made me continue to bowl to him in the backyard for another two hours until I bowled him and then he got up and went back inside, took the ball, <laughs> flog. Love that. Mate, auto wiki is the best backyard cricket rule out there and Ben, you have to – commit so that the the rules are sacred the backyard cricket rules and that's disgusting behavior i like this one thank you rowan butler this is in support of scoey this is the fine that goes to matthew pavlich and the rest of the fox footy commentary team bar scoey five dollars uh not realizing that jake waterman took the ruck for west coast fine is per commentator so <laughs> i'm watching i right seeing this yeah, so I'm watching and um, Bailey Williams goes to full forward. He's sitting in the goal square. He's, he's locked in the goal square because of that rule. Nick Nat's on the bench uh, and the boys in the middle start screaming like, Bailey, come up. You're in the ruck. You're in the ruck. Doesn't leave the goal square. Jake Waterman's standing at the top of the 50. So he goes, all right, I'll go in. He comes running in because they had seven forwards and contested in a centre bounce ruck contest and didn't do too badly, but no one picked it up. And I'll, that's what Scoey was there for, though. Uh, g'day, boys. Just watching along here closely. A bit oh. of confusion down here on the West Coast bench. Love that. Anyway, Nick, Nick Nack got out there in about five more seconds, so it wasn't really a big deal. But good pickup, yeah. Ron. Like it. Like it. James Knowles finds Scoey $2 for getting to give the microphone to George Hewitt after asking him a question at halftime. Mm, loved that. You know what? I can't say anything against it. Um, I felt like, oh, who was the NRL legend that did it? Um, yeah, you're not going to be able to help me, Dan. You hate the NRL. Uh, Thurston's. George Gregan. Um, 
No, Thur- that's Union. You're a fuckhead. Uh, Thurston's did it. Uh, State of Origin, exactly the same thing. I just, I don't know what I was thinking, but luckily I picked it up very quickly. I thought I, I thought I handled myself well in that situation. You did. As well. It was pretty quick. Like it was a bit of a delay, but you could have just forgotten the whole time. So well done. You recovered. <sighs> this is a fine from your mum. My mum. I, I do. I, oh, no, right. No, name your mum. Okay. Now with you are. So cool. I'm quite partial to a good new mum joke. So I will take that on board and I like it, but I won't take the $500 fine. We're going to take up a couple of zeros. $5 fine. Will has more jobs than anyone else in the media. Maybe that's, might be Tim Gossage writing. I think that was Tim Dally, Gossage. Dally, that. Dally, Dally, Scoey gets the fine again. I'm in the firing line here. Calling Charlie Kernow a good Geelong college boy. Literally, no one cares about that private <laughs> school wank. Everyone went to school. Nobody cares where. <laughs> dally, dally. Oh, I love that. Dally, dally. Dally, Very dally. Good. Dally, dally. Come on. Very come on. good. Oh, you like that, do you, Dan? Yeah, oh, that's great. Oh, no one cares, brilliant. mate. No one cares you were in oh, Geelong. Very good. Okay, I'll cop that. Very good. Anyone got a, a, a fine for someone fucking else on this podcast? Benj Cohen finds Charlie Kerno. Self-explanatory. Another mm. F-bomb. F-bomb. You can double that up. Lachlan S finds me for reading out the Narendra Hawks Colts team at the Morley Local. Could have been what we needed to rectify our 0-11 and season, which has given us a percentage of 17.1. <laughs> Do you know what this is about? Uh, yeah, but... Uh, That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I read out a couple of teams, did an appearance with Ben Cousins, Kevin Sheedy, read out the reserves and the league team, didn't get to the Colts team. And they went down. They've been, like, I mean, fair to say, Lockie, you've been pretty piss poor this week. I mean, this year. Mitch Parry finds Charlie Kerno $3.50 for absolutely putting Scoey on the spot on live television by dropping the F-bomb in the post-game interview. A further $2 for Scoey for whinging about the rain not once but twice in the telecast. Yeah, and I he's do brought that. it up maybe four times here tonight. There you go. Yeah, I stand by it too. Uh, <laughs> this is from Jack, Ben, my older brother. $5 fine, a bit of brotherly love. Hang on, we've seen yeah, that one before. Same one. Yep. Very good. Alfred Morris says $2 fine to the Backchat Multi. G'day, Backchat team. Alfred here again. Loving the pod. Really getting into it. However, yet again, something that I find myself unable to get into is the Backchat Multi and shameless misleading comments in regards to taking Bluebet down. Mm. It is very hard to take down a betting agency that, one, you are in partnership with, and two, has a max bet of on a $2.50 Multi. When Charlie Kernow swore at Scoey, I think it was because he saw the back chat multi got up and knew the standard we took blue bet down posts were coming. Cheers, Alfred. Mm. Go, go on. I'll, I'll t- nah, you I'll got t- to write. I'm going to say you, you, you. We haven't had much of a right of reply with this. Go on, go have a chat to Alfred. Well, all I'll say is Alfred, we are in partnership with Blue Bet, but actually Dan can speak at it. Dan, speak to my. Um, negotiating skills during the week with Blue. Okay. I felt like yeah. we needed. We can I talk felt, about this. So we put through this idea to the Blue Bet, Blue Bet boys, sent the names, the stats, and they go, "Great, we'll we'll get this sorted for you." They go away, talk to the guys, don't know how they do it. They go, "Okay, thanks everyone. Um, the odds for this are going to be two dollars." Scully, Scully, not happy. Not happy. Scully wasn't happy. Um. Some some real venom in the words in the email back to them. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was a much like, well, two. Why is it two dollars? Because that seems like much bigger odds. That what did you think those odds should have been? 
Oh, I honestly thought it was like a $20 multi, and I still don't understand why it wasn't because- It only uh, just got up. Like yeah, you said, Brass doesn't kick goals. Shuey doesn't kick goals. Can it, and Brayshaw doesn't usually. Just to finish it off with Alfred, all right, there's there's two things that can happen. You build a multi and you either win or you lose. Would you like us to win or would you like us to lose? Yes, there's a bit of banter with taking down Blue Bet. I'll take the fine on board, but we either win or we lose. And today and this week, we fucking won, Alfred. So yeah, get on board, time. get behind it. We're going to increase it up. It's like, it's okay. You, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Is that the right yeah. way to say it, Dan? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I would just say to Alfred, be more constructive with your feedback. Like if you yeah, if you if you got something that you want to like if you got an idea for Bluebet for us to make a very good multi, email us. You know how to use it. You've, you've messaged us twice, out, Alfred. If that's your real name, that's fines ending, and that's a five dollar fine to Dan and Will for rebutting something that I say you're not allowed <laughs> to do. So uh, that's all over. Uh, that's done and dusted, I believe. Back chat in the can, Bustleton, uh, back chat studios, and Charlie's house. Basement full circle. Charlie, did you have fun today, mate? Absolute ripper. Yeah, very good. Go the go the Dockers, eh, Charlie? Oh, I'm gonna need to get the tattoo artist in line for the flag mantle tattoo. Are you calling it flag mantle? Oh, if I if if they get up in a prelim, I'll get it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 are Fremantle Dockers gonna win the grand final this year? It's close enough now. Yes or no? Yes. Oh. All right, we'll get it. What do you worry about? I know I'm not gonna have to get the Spoon Ghouls tattoo because North Melbourne might never win a game again. Like for the rest of their like franchise North Melbourne. So Eagles have, six and Eagles, for the rest of the season. <laughs> Eagles have won. Eagles have won two games now. That gets them off the bottom. I think I'm safe from the Spoongles tattoo. You you do realize that the Kangaroos were up by 26 points against Collingwood in the yeah, last. Yeah, and then quarter. they realize. Hang on, draft pick. Quick. Hang on. <laughs> Dan doesn't want his Spoongles tattoo. Okay, social media. You know where to find us. Backchat double underscore. We're going to be taking over Reddit at some point. Even uh, you can send us an email. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thanks to our patrons. You're bloody beautiful. Thanks to our wonderful sponsors, Whippersnapper, uh, the world's best whiskey, and that's actual fact. Margaret River Roasting Co., the world's best coffee. I'm saying that's a fact too. Blue Bet, yes, we'll continue taking them down, Alfred, and, you know, you time to get, you get on board. Shelter Brewing Co., beautiful beers and leadable cameras, the new sponsors here at Backchat. We love you. Great job. See you next week. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.